I look up from my smartphone to the station, Shinjuku Station. Throngs of people move past me, a river that never ends. I've never seen so many people before in my whole life. Even at night, the square is lit up with bright lights. I remember the first time I went to New York and stared at Times Square with awe. It seemed almost impossible to me for buildings to be so tall. So what would I have thought if I had come here? The giant video screens stretch across the main street like a panoramic movie screen. Men with boy band hair loiter on the corners. There are women, too, with short skirts and bottle blonde hair. Cars pull up and drive them into the dark streets, returning only minutes later to drop them off again. The scene plays itself out over and over again. I wonder how well they are paid. Then there is the crosswalk. I join the giant crowd of people waiting to cross the huge intersection of streets. We watch the screens that switch from news to music videos to advertisements for food. The light changes, and we all walk across the largest intersection in the world. Even as we meet the large crowd coming towards us, there is no chaos. No one even bumps into me. The streets are alive with every kind of entertainment. Food, theaters, alcohol, sex, you name it and it's here. Today, I don't have time to explore these streets. I've done enough exploring for the day. My body aches and my arms are weighed down by brightly colored paper bags. I keep walking until I am past the lights and the glitz. Now, the streets are lined by somber apartment buildings, their sleek black faces stretching to the sky. I almost feel like I don't belong here, but now I'm almost home. Just another corner and I am there. I still can't believe it when I look up at the building. The facade is minimalist, gray metal geometric shapes with light glowing from within. As I walk in the door, I see the receptionist. Good night, Miss Lawrence, she says, smiling. Good night, I say back. There is a wall-length mirror behind the receptionist's desk, and I catch myself in it. My long hair is disheveled, my clothes are drenched with sweat, and I'm hunched over from tiredness. As if it wasn't obvious enough that I didn't belong in a place like this. I pass a hand through my hair and stand up straight. There isn't anything I can do about the sweat. Oh well, at least it's a bit better. I make my way to the elevator, and I slump again as soon as the door closes. No one here to see me now. When I finally reach my floor, I pull myself together. Only a little more now. Our apartment is all the way at the end of the hall, nice and secluded from everyone else. When I get to the door, I press the little button that activates the video doorbell. I still love using this thing. My job was really too nice with this apartment. Erica, it's me, I say. I wave to the little camera.
I wait a few moments, leaning against the door until I hear it unlock. Hey, Erica says. She has a huge smile on her face. I was starting to worry about you, Sam. Where have you been? All over the place, I say. I shuffle into our entryway, and Erica grabs my bags. It takes me a few minutes to join her in the living room, because I'm still pretty bad at taking my shoes off quickly. Note to self, get some easy slip-off shoes.